The final score tonight from Boston was Northeastern 4, Merrimack 1. Joining us is the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Mark Dennehy. And, uh, well, Mark, unlike last night, you weren't able to get a lead in the game, but still a close game through the better part of two periods. And then uh, they were able to get the goal early in the third period, which uh, gave them a two-goal lead from that point. It was kind of a little tough. Yeah, no, uh, you know, again, no more victories. Uh, I didn't think our guys were rewarded today, but I thought it was a good effort. I thought it was pretty good execution. We had uh, you know, a couple turnovers that I think we'd want back. Um, you know, the five-on-three, uh, I think that's the first five-on-three goal we've given up all year. Um, you know, uh, and, and I know we're not happy about it. And, uh, and the power play goal, I think I think Colin would probably want back. You know, I think you saw that pretty cleanly. But uh, gave ourselves a chance, uh, came back. We haven't been playing very well, and I, I'm not making any secrets ab- about it. But uh, I thought tonight we did. I thought tonight we played uh, hard. I thought we played, uh, did a good job uh, systemically. Um, we, we paid attention to detail, didn't give them very many opportunities, and I thought really frustrated them through, you know, a period and a half. And we score, and then we give one up right after that. Just, to, but um, I said to our guys that, um, you know, you, you know, it's not instant gratification. That's not how the world works. You know, we haven't played. That's as well as we played in three weeks. Um, we've got to. We need more efforts like that. We need some better practices. We need. Uh, more concerted efforts. We need more attention to detail on a consistent basis, and we'll get rewarded. Um, but you know, I, it's it's like uh, you can't make a withdrawal without any deposits. And we didn't have much in the bank after the last couple weekends. I thought today, at the very least, we were able to, to make a deposit. And if we keep going, then then we'll get rewarded. We'll be able to take a withdrawal down the road. Maybe the case of, uh, you know, like you said, it might have been your, your best effort of the last few weeks, but even still shows you that, you know, it's, it's going to take that much more, I guess, to, you know, to turn things around. Well, I mean, the score is the score, but, you know, uh, I thought we did a really good job of limiting their chances. Um, you know, I thought, we, like I said, we did a good job of frustrating them. Uh, when I, we're not close because we haven't been good in a while. But tonight's effort was close. I mean, that was an evenly played game through two periods. Uh, they get the power play, they score off the faceoff, and uh, you know, and 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 then we're chasing the two goal lead. I thought they did a pretty good job of of uh, of not giving us uh, opportunities. Uh, with that said, I still think we need to um, look to shoot the puck more. Uh, I thought we had opportunities, and uh, you know, they did a good job of getting in shot shot lanes, but. Um, if, if I look at anything besides giving up four and two power play goals, I'd say we need to shoot. We need to shoot more often, and we should need to shoot quickly. The goal that you got tied the game in the second period, made it one to one. Matt Foger does a nice job, steal the puck, go up on ice on a two on one, finds Brett Sini for a pretty good shot from the left circle and a goal. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> when you have numbers, you can make plays. You know, and I thought Matt did a really good job of, of getting over uh, the stick of the defender, passed it before. The guy had a chance to, to really, um, you know, make a play on the puck. And, uh, you know, Scenes loves that shot coming down uh, his left wing. Uh, really does a good job of finding that top corner and, um, you know, put it in the net. I guess one of the differences might have been the power plays. You know, they got two two uh, two goals on the power play, and you guys didn't get any, and, and it was 3-1 to one in there in the third period. But, um, you know, how did you feel about power play? It seemed like it was up and down. There were times that you guys had some, some good time in the zone and good puck movement, but then you know, at, at the very tail end maybe have a have a pass broken up or something like that. It seemed like it was, it was close, but not close enough. Yeah, you know, their the first five-on-three goal, um, you know, uh, 
I'm pretty sure they didn't design to shoot it off the glass <laughs> and have it pop to a guy wide open on the back door. So, you know, but those are bounces that you're gonna you earn, right? And we haven't earned them in a while. So, uh, the second one, like I said, face off play. I think, you know, I think, I think Colin would probably want that back. He had a pretty good view of it, and, and uh, you know, he needs to get a little further out, make himself a little bit bigger. Uh, I thought our execution, for the most part, on the penalty kill was good. Um, you know, our power play, <clears throat> it's given us a little bit of momentum. We're getting puck time. But, um, you know, obviously we're not scoring goals, and that's that's huge. I mean, you look around the league, the teams that are having success, wins and losses, um, you know, they're getting some power play goals, you know. And, and uh, so it's it's obviously not good enough, you know. We'll continue to work on it. Um I thought we we had some decent looks. I thought we uh, had some decent decent uh, zone time. But like you said, uh, you know, all of a sudden we'll, we'll make a play at the wrong time that's not the right play, and all of a sudden it's down our zone. Or you know, we'll we'll carry it in, and we've got four guys waiting at the blue line, and then we dump, and they get it and clear it out. You know, I don't know if it's fatigue, mental fatigue, or physical fatigue, but we've definitely got to tighten that up. So uh, ultimately, you know, as you guys still look to try to turn things around, what ends up being the, the takeaway from this weekend as, as you look forward to next weekend against BU? Well, you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't know that I want to forget last night, but, um, you know, last night, the, the, you know, the second Notre Dame game, the second Cornell game, um, you know, we, and even the first Notre Dame game, we, we did a lot of damage to ourselves. We, we weren't able to make even simple plays. Tonight I liked how we moved the puck for the most part, kept it simple, got pucks behind them. We ended up getting some chances off that. Uh, you know, we need to, I think tonight was something to build off of. Again, no moral victories, but I think uh, it gave us a basis for to get back towards playing the way we're capable of playing. We have a few minutes here, so I want to touch on a few other things. First of all, we uh, were able to make the announcement between periods tonight. You'll be playing Wisconsin next year, and, and uh, you'll go there for two games in November. The following season, or two of the three following seasons, they'll come back and play you for a single game. So a total of a you know two for two, you'll go out there for two, and they'll come back for two over those four seasons. Uh, first Big Ten team to come to Merrimack in almost 20 years. Uh, Ohio State did so in the late 1990s, and they've actually made two trips, so it's going to be only the second Big Ten team ever to come to Merrimack, so pretty good. Uh, scheduling set up there. Yeah, and, and I want to thank John Hamry, who's with Wisconsin, who's a good friend of mine, and you know he got the director of hockey ops job. And one of the first things he did was call me, and you know, kudos to Coach Eves and his staff. They're on a lot of uh, Big Ten teams, uh, willing to come to Merrimack, willing to, to reciprocate. So uh, we're excited about it. Obviously, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough place to play, but a, f- a fun place to play. We went out there for the Badger Classic a couple of years ago. Um, you know. They'll be yeah, they'll be a much improved opponent, and uh, it's a tough place to play, and, it, and and then it will be pretty special for our fans to get them in our building. And, and it's a sign, I think, of you know what you've, you've said this several times that you're, that's what you want to try to do. You're looking to have these these equitable scheduling arrangements, and and, and good that you're able to do that here. Again, you know, uh, thanks thanks to, to John Hamry and Mike Eaves. Um, and, and we're also partnering up a little bit with, with BC, who's going out there. So uh, when they come and play one, it'll be one with them, one with us for two years. So uh, that helps as well. 
Another thing I wanted to, uh, to mention was uh, Colin Delia was named as a, uh, a nominee, one of the nominees uh, on the short list for the Hockey Humanitarian Award. He's actually the only one from Hockey East, which is a, uh, a nice uh, nice honor in itself. But you look at the things that he's done, you know, working with uh, Lucas St. Ange, for example, and uh, the, the four-year-old boy that he's developed a close friendship with and the things he does with the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see guys get recognized for things like that. And um, they recently taped... Uh uh, a meeting between him and some of his teammates and uh, a young boy um, with autism in, in the Andover area and, and uh, it, you know he's, he's a really nice kid, he's a special kid um, you know, very good in school, very conscientious looks you in the eye, shakes your hand he's almost, you know a retro, you know yeah. even especially with his dress, he's you know, always dressed to the hilt, uh, very sharp. That makes the rest of us look bad. <laughs> well, he just, you know, he, he takes care of himself and he takes care of others, and he, he's a very caring person, and so uh, we're proud of him. And, uh, you know, again, I, I know he'd rather have the team get recognition, but, uh, you know, he deserves this in this instance. And also uh, this week, uh, the Central Scouting uh, rankings came out. Ethan Spaxman is 170th on the list, eligible to be uh, drafted this year, but 170th on the list, so that's uh, nice to see him get listed there. Even better to see him play the way he played tonight. I thought tonight was one of his better games of the year. Um, you know, we've got a lot of confidence in Ethan. We think he, you know, he's got a skill set uh, that could allow him to be a very good player at this level. As with most freshmen, especially younger ones, especially defensemen, there's some ups and downs, and um, so it's it's uh, an honor for him, uh, but more importantly, uh, you know, getting back to his in the lineup and, and playing as well as he did tonight. Got uh, BU and Arizona State on tap next weekend. The Arizona State game coincides with the alumni game, which will be Sunday morning. Uh, tell us what's what's planned for that day. Yeah, so we've got a, um, a skate in the morning, and um, and then we'll have a little lunch for the guys at the Merrimack Club, uh, and then obviously get them back to the game. Uh, you know, we've got an announcement too coming up. Uh, about uh, an alumni club that we're going to be creating, uh, the Merrimack Players Club. That uh, you know, it's an opportunity for the the, the former players to organize, uh, to have a voice, and to give back a little bit. And uh, you know, we're going to have uh, some brochures available on on Sunday. And you know, any any former Merrimack hockey players that are interested in in, uh, in joining, there's a nominal fee, but. Uh, you know, we, we, we want to get you back on board. Uh, there's plenty to be proud of. Uh, we'll be giving a tour of the facilities to some of the guys that haven't seen it before. Um, you know, and, and it's always great to get these guys back, young and old. You know, uh, some of the newer guys that I had the, had the privilege of coaching. But also, you know, you got Dr. Dunn and Rick Caravan and Brian Cleary. And, and uh, you got, uh, you know, uh, Matty Adams and his group. It's just is. We're starting to get a lot of other people back, and it's really important for our players as much as it is for them to come back and be nostalgic. It's important for our players to uh, to meet these guys and see how successful they are and how they were able to take what they did on the ice into the boardroom or into the, the workforce. Well, it should be good uh, alumni game again next weekend. If people are looking for more information, you can get it at MerrimackAthletics.com. But uh, thanks again, Mark. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks, Michael.